Oh, just hit six o'clock. And we have really got going. The old electric state there just blood. But I tell you right now, well, we're talking about a bit of love here. We've got a new show we like to call All About Relationships. And uh, whoever got in front of me, mate, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Wayne Brown, uh, and I am a life alignment specialist, and my company is Life Back on Track. Well, there you go. Jeez, you sound qualified. That, that sounds like paperwork, mate. No, come on. Oh, way, way, way too many qualifications for Edge. What's going on there? Come on. Way too many. Way too many. Now, what we're going to do over the weeks, the months, and the years, we're going to come in here every week, and we're going to talk about, uh, you know, how to get your, your love life, get a bit of spring in it, you know, make it work, and uh, all the issues that we all find. And I... Look, I've drafted you in, I'm not going to lie. Um, I consider myself a relationship expert because uh, I've had a lot of them. <laughs> I've been married two and a half times, so clearly I should not be giving advice. So you're you're in to uh, take that place, mate, and we're really looking forward to it. Uh, as I say, uh, we've got a lot of people who are very keen to hear what you've got to say, and uh, I believe we're going to have special guests, all sorts of things. Yeah, I'm going to be bringing in uh, all different aspects because I want this to be as interactive as possible yep. and get people involved because it is a big journey and the more so they're involved in this journey, the more they can be involved in their own. Very, very true indeed. Now, as I say, you're a man who's prepared. You've got all those letters. I feel like there should be letters after your name, really. Come on. What have you got in front of you there? You've got uh, some subjects to talk about today. Just some bullet points. Bullet points. All right. Shall we fire into them? Like, why why be hesitant here? Okay. Let's uh, have this bit of love at first sight. Let's jump straight in. Okay. <laughs> so, the best place to start with anything is a bit of an overview of the journey. So, that's what I thought I'd explore during sure. this first episode. And do you want me to give some backstory? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when my last relationship ended, I had at that stage spent 16 years trying to figure out relationships and how to make them work and sure. why it all went pear-shaped. And I sat down with all of this information, and I don't know if you've ever heard the term reverse engineering. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so for the people at home that don't understand, instead of creating something from point A and then working all the way through to point B or whatever it is, mm. you start from point B and you work step by step backwards. Right. So I, like yourself, had, had a number of relationships that didn't quite <laughs> work, and I thought the best place to start is with a relationship that does work. So Good I got idea. all the studies out and looked at the information and looked at what constituted a, a high-quality relationship, and then I worked backwards step-by-step step till I got to where I was. Okay. And before I got too into it, I was thinking, I need a bit of a rough guide. So right. I did as you do. I went to the internet and I <laughs> typed in stages of a relationship. And that could be the, the way to end a relationship, <laughs> doing a search on the internet. But there exactly. We go. And, well, it depends on what you're searching for. Exactly. And... There was all these, you know, three stages, nine stages and all of this sort mm -hmm. of thing. And none of them seemed right. They didn't sound like a, a proper journey okay. to me. And then I finally came across one by this lady by the name of Dr. Susan Campbell, who was a couples therapist. Right. And she'd looked at and talked to uh, hundreds of couples and talked about their relationships and came up with five stages. Okay. And I looked at these and thought, actually, that seems the right journey. It makes sense makes to me. Makes sense to you? So I basically based everything I do off of that, modified it ever so slightly. Right. And that's what I reverse engineered and came up with to be able to go out and become more of who I am and yep. meet the lady that I've uh, currently been married to. For, well, that's 
help, six quick, years now. Yeah, do the maths. Actually, I'm so glad you just brought up that point because you hear it so often. Okay, there's so many experts out there. It's like when I hear uh, Oprah. Okay, Oprah talking about uh, how hard it is to be poor. Okay, and I can see her suffer there. Okay, and I hear her talking about relationships, and I think, ah, dear. Okay, come on, really. Mm, mm. So it's great to hear uh, advice from someone who's actually in a in a wonderful, you know, successful relationship. Nice work. Thank you very much. Yeah, no drama, no drama at all. All right. Well, as I say, we're going to go through all different subjects. So let me get onto this reverse, the reverse, reverse engineering. Let me just use my tongue correctly. <laughs> I'm glad you've got a command of the English language. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> so anyway, what she came up with was mm. these five stages. Okay. There's one called the honeymoon. Phase, yep. which most people would have heard Absolutely. of. Then there's the um, power struggle, the stability stage, the commitment stage, and the co-creation stage. Right. So for me, that felt like the proper journey. And when she explained it, I was like, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. I can okay. I can go with that. Right. So when you're looking at a the first stage, the honeymoon phase, mm. that's when you meet someone and it's all unicorns and Hunky orchestras mm-hmm. and it's all wonderful <laughs> and you can't spend enough time with them and and it's really lovely because all your endorphins get hit and your oh. dopamine and all of that stuff. I love and it's, my dopamine. Oh, yeah, bring it's it on. Gear. And the trouble is, after a while, that fades. Now, she estimates between two months and two years. Okay, okay. Two years, you're doing well. Yeah, I know, nice. drag it out. Mm. <laughs> so the, the good thing about that is obviously it's enjoyable. Sure. Now, nature is a bit of a cunning thing. Okay. What it does is it gets you to not see their not-so-pretty sides. Because if you saw them in how Mm. they really were, you probably wouldn't want to be with them. Oh, yeah. Look, often they look fantastic. You think they're fantastic. Everything looks great. Exactly. And really, it's it's more red flags than you could possibly poke a stick at. Okay. It's just, in fact, it's the bull running towards that red flag. That's the one. That's the one. You just don't realize you're holding it. That's right. Yes. So... What happens is after a while that fades and the blinkers fall off, the rose-coloured glasses come off, and you hit the power struggle. Okay, okay. And everyone knows the power struggle. I know it exceptionally well. Right. uh, As friends and family can attest. Okay. Um, I've been married twice before. (sighs) So you're good at this too. Exactly. Lots of practice. (laughs) And the last one, we did um, conflict exceptionally well. And by well, I mean we yelled and screamed and it wasn't pretty. Hey, you know what? You've got to know your skills, right? Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't something I wanted to sort of (laughs) succeed at too greatly, though. Good to see you're a high achiever, though. That's it. Good aim high. Now, the problem with the power struggle, and this is what a lot of people don't realize, it can last indefinitely. So for me, it lasted 11 years. Wow, that's a long time. I know. Talk about slow learner. So... Eventually, I realized it wasn't going to work, and I walked. Now, the interesting thing about the power struggle is there's people that will persist with it regardless. I remember there's a mate of mine years ago. uh, He mentioned about his parents who had been married 50 years. Right. And the actual words he used were they've had 50 years of wedded misery. And he actually encouraged his mother to leave his father. Okay, that's a pretty good symbol of a a great relationship. Yeah, Yeah, but she was like, no, we made a commitment. And it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, continue to torture yourself. Sure. But anyway, that's what some people do. They continue to torture themselves or they decide to jack it in. Yep. And they go and find someone else and 
guess what? They go and do it all again. Sure. And that's the big thing um, about what we're doing here and, uh, you know, what you're bringing to the party. I think this is going to teach people the skills not to repeat these, you know, these these habits that we have, you know. Mm, it's, absolutely. Uh, we, and we do. Let's be honest, you know. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I've done it. The um, My first marriage had a reasonable amount of conflict and, mm. yeah, that second marriage was to the next level. Right. So, it's, okay. yeah, definitely okay. don't want to go back to that again. No, no. no. I, I mean, look, I, uh, I'll throw my bit on this one. I'm a absolute classic rescuer, okay? Oh, look, if you've got a sign saying, oh, I'm broken, hey, baby, I am yours. I am in there with the old white stallion. And when I finally realised that that was my problem, that I was picking people based on that, since I've stopped doing that, how good is life? I know. Oh, you know, honestly. Um, yeah, you don't have to be Mr. Fix-It. You can just, uh, yeah, get in there and, and actually combine your life with someone um, and work as a team. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the ultimate goal is to mm. end up with something where you're working in a team. So this power struggle, the reason a lot of people get stuck in it mm. is they don't realize that you do attract who you need. I know, it's, it's a bitter pill to swallow. And so I need neurotic lunatics. Right, okay, cool. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But there's a reason why you attract them. Like, I attracted angry women, but oh, there was yeah. a reason why I attracted them. Okay. And once I got that lesson, I didn't need to attract angry women anymore. Therefore, Much I ended up with idea. one who is definitely not an angry woman. Excellent. So that was a, a bitter lesson to learn, Okay. that one, because it does take a, a degree of introspection. You've got to look sure. at yourself and analyze yourself mm. and work out why the hell am I doing this, which is why a lot of people end up in therapy and things yep. like that with relationships, is trying to get to the bottom of it. Sure. And some people, they seek help. Some people, they bust their way through it and just keep plotting on other people end it and start all over again and mm. end up in exactly the same sure. spot because they don't want to face the the hard truth yeah so the power struggle is the biggest challenge for people okay it is however the most important part mm. okay please I, explain i will <laughs> so um dr campbell calls it the power struggle yeah but what i realized was because couples when they end up in therapy mm. or counseling or whatever they go to use they sit there and hash out all of their problems. And okay. once they hash their problems out, the power struggle ends. Mm. So basically, the power struggle is a form of therapy. And if you understand how to navigate it, you, you are your own therapist and counsellor. Oh, that's going to save me a fortune. Exactly. <laughs> well, it saved me a fortune. So uh, that's where most people have their biggest struggle is getting through that and i know for me it was a big one i did mm. a lot of months and months of sitting down and looking at myself yep not literally i didn't sit in front of a mirror oh, you're a good looking fella i mean come on you know, yeah well that'd just be a bit weird <laughs> talking to yourself <laughs> like that but i i did really look at myself and it was uncomfortable at times and sure. definitely worth it in the end okay so once you get past the power struggle and hopefully you do you end up in a thing called the stability stage. Oh, that's what I didn't mention with the power struggle. Mm. It involves things like finding out what your role is within the relationship, what it is that you require, all of these sorts of things. So you're basically okay. setting the foundations of the relationship. And because we're egotistical beings, mm. you've got two egos battling it out. So <laughs> that's why it tends to be Oh, it's not a so. dirty word. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Skyhook said. And so that's where it seems to be a struggle most of the time is because you're involving ego you can't remove your ego and look at it okay black and white yep so if you do manage to figure that out you get mm. to the stability stage which means you're not battling to 
find you, where you fit, where your worth is and all of that sort of thing. Okay. And you get to this place where it's all calm. Any conflict that happens is relatively quickly sorted. Sure. A lot of things you realize you don't need to fight about. So everything calms down. Okay. And for a while you, you sit in this little place and you go, this is nice. And then after a while you go, you know what? This person and I, we make a good team. Right. You know, okay. I reckon yep. no, we should no, be I'll, together and do something serious here. Okay. And then you hit the next one, which is the commitment phase, which oh, is okay. where, where you actually say, hey, so, let's take it next see, level. I'm already seeing where I go wrong. I've already, I was at that commitment stage ages ago. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. And that's what everyone does. Yeah. When, when we're in the power struggle, we think, well, if we get married, it'll just magically transform. Oh, I have seen that so many times. That, that was the second mm. wife. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, because yep. of the struggle, I thought she was a little bit insecure. And I yep. thought, well, if we marry... Of course you'll know I'm not going That'll anywhere. fix it. Yes, yeah. and it changed absolutely nothing. <laughs> so um, a lot of people do it in the power struggle thinking it'll fix things, and of course it doesn't. But if you get to the commitment stage, mm -hmm. then you realise, and well, you've got to go through the stability stage first, but if you hit that stage and you realise this is a person I could spend the rest of my life with, then you do the commitment. And whether that's a full-blown marriage or just sitting down and discussing it, having a plan, whatever it is yep. for you. And then you move on to the final stage, which is the co-creation stage. Right. And that's where you're both working to your strengths. It's where you're uh, appreciating each other. It's where you're creating something in the world that is a lot more powerful than what you are individually. Okay, that is absolutely a fantastic point, really, really is, because, you know, you can only go so far as one, and that power of, of building a team and actually working as a team is just a, a magnificent thing. When it's going right, magnificent, right? Exactly. Time for a break, my friend. Now, I'm actually, I actually had a song ready, but I'm going to change it absolutely last minute here, because... Why, why not, right? Why not? We're here it's having a democracy. fun. Absolutely. Well, I've got control of it. So right now it's a dictatorship. <laughs> uh, now, what's the name of the show again? All About Relationships. On Edge Radio Australia. Oh, some of us do, and some of us need a little relationship help. It's Edge Radio Australia. See, I'm falling on my tongue today. Can you tell that I was up at an godly hour this morning? Oh, I was up at six o'clock. That's just, it's look, it's wrong, Wayne. What? Please, fix this problem. Give me the Red Bull now. Uh, asking the wrong person there. I'm a morning person. <laughs> oh, okay. You're a morning. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not at all. But uh, up at six today. It's been a big one. So, uh, you know, I'm only 12 and a half hours in today. I'm all right. 21 after six o'clock, we are doing. And now, what's it all about relationships? All about relationships. Here on Edge Radio Australia. And uh, we've got Wayne here. Wayne is going to uh, hold her hand and sing Kumbaya and take us through this little journey. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that took me back to my scouting days, <laughs> I can tell you. Okay, uh, so I thought we'd go back and explore some of these um, stages in a little more detail. Yep. Because even though we've been through some of them, like the honeymoon period, yep. there's aspects where I've realised mm -hmm. you can navigate it more effectively. Okay. Because one of the big things I had, or the big problems I had with these five stages were the honeymoon phase ends mm. and then you get the power struggle. And I was like, okay, how can I mm. continue the honeymoon yeah, period? Good bit. Uh, keep the good stuff. Yeah. Keep the good stuff. And also minimize the power struggle. Okay. 
So that was one of the things I was looking at. So I sat down and using Dr. Campbell's five stages, I created a system and I used that to find my wife Mm -hmm. and also to develop a little bit of social confidence and things like that. It was so important. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's funny because the more I interacted with people, the more I became mm. myself. That's a cool way so, of looking so at it. So I found I like my that. authentic self. So I, I'm sure. actually a shy person. No right. one ever believes me when I tell them. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I am actually a, a shy person. Not, I'm, not, I'm not convinced. I'm sorry. No, no, no. 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 People never are. And this is how <laughs> I explain it. I'm going to go off on a tangent slightly sure. here. And I'm speaking for all introverts here. All right. All of them. Okay. All of them. You've all of them. got the stamp. Right. The one thing that frustrates introverts is mm. when people say to them, you need to be more extroverted. <sighs> it's like saying to an elephant, you've got to be more like a canary. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't work. It uh, just doesn't look, work. My lovely partner, she is quite quiet. Um, and I, I don't know, I'm not going to use any words uh, like introvert or like, no, I'm not going to use those words. Yep. Uh, she's a lot like um, if you took me and just absolutely got the opposite, that's, that's her. her. Yeah, yeah, spot on. <laughs> so, and I'm like, you know, hey, you know, be, be a little louder, be whatever. No, you're absolutely right. I'm not, I'm asking her to completely change. And, uh, and I don't want to do that because, hey, why, two things, why would you want to be with someone exactly like you? How boring is that? Exactly. And also, clearly, you know, I, I love the girl. So, um, <laughs> clearly that part of her personality is a big part of it and, and you know, part of who I love. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. So, for myself, what I realize is uh, one of my clients who's a proper introvert, Right. He gave me a book by a woman called um, named uh, Suzanne Susan Kane. Okay. And the book's called Quiet. And she did a study on introverts. Sure. And she got all of these introverts and extroverts, put them in a room, and said, yeah. "I want you to get up and do a presentation, and I want you to pretend to be extroverted." Okay. And what she found was introverts can't pretend. <laughs> they just can't do it. Extroverts, it's easy. But right. there's introverts that can pretend to be extroverted really well, and that's me. So anyway, that's fake it till you make it. Gotcha. Something okay, like yeah, that, yeah. Okay. So it's all a facade. I'm still shy. I'm just very good at putting it out there. Nice work. Anyway, so I looked at the honeymoon period and thought, how can I keep that going? Right. So I looked at all of the things that make the honeymoon period great. Mm-hmm. And that's the ability to converse effectively, to be open, to be vulnerable, to be able to be honest. Yep. And have all of those things that create connection. But also the power struggle is about having the rose-coloured glasses come off and you see all their not-so-pleasant bits. Gotcha. So with my system, I had to write down, or what I created was uh, a section where you wrote down some things about your partner Mm. that would annoy you, but they're not deal-breakers. So little things like, and and this is literally from mine. This is what I wrote at the start. Okay. I wrote, likes watching trashy television. Hey, 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 leave maths alone, all right? I know, I know. (laughs) Hey, she loves her maths. Now, that sort of thing is something that does irritate me. Yeah. Reality TV. Okay. So when it's on, I've got to leave the room because I just get too mouthy and (laughs) I upset the other person watching and it's not good. But it lets me know she's not perfect. Yeah. And I shouldn't expect her to be. Mm. Don't put her on a pedestal. And also that means I don't have to be perfect. (sighs) So it brings the power struggle forward so you can deal with it before you've even met them. Oh, that's curious. Okay, mm. geez, preemptive strike. Exactly, okay. exactly. So that was one of the things I wanted to do was work out how to have more of the good stuff yep. and how to minimise the not so 
unpleasant stuff. Okay. So, and also came up with better ways to deal with conflict and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that was probably one of the major ones because I got struck stuck in the power struggle. Yeah. Didn't yeah. like it. No. Wasn't fun. No. I was like, how can I bypass this as much as possible? Sure. And amazingly, I've had very little of that with my wife. Okay. That's so, great to hear. Which is great. And any arguments we do have tend to be resolved within mere minutes, unlike before when it was mere hours. <laughs> Days, months. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Endlessly. So, um, yeah. So that was... For me, a big part of it was to get more of the good stuff. And then the power struggle itself is ultimately about you finding who you are. Oh, that's a big part of it. Because if you talk to any psychologists Mm. or people like that, they will tell you you attract the person who is your opposite sex parent. Sure. So blokes will attract someone that's like their mother. No. Yeah, I know. I know. It's terrifying. And women tend to attract someone like their father. This is if you believe that one. Okay. So basically what you're trying to do is to get the child within you Mm. to repair your broken parent. So you're trying to save them. Okay. Can I ask a question then? Sure. You know, but make this very personal. Okay. My mum was absolutely freaking awesome. Okay. Really awesome. Cool cat. Uh, very intelligent, you know, um, just, yeah, great great friendship, great relationship is, you know, obviously, you know, the boundaries of mum and dad and, and son and all of that, right? Um, but I, the the women in my life, and I am generalising here, and as I say, definitely had a pattern, were completely different, nothing like my mother, absolutely nothing like my mother. Please explain that to me. Why would I do such a silly no, thing? No, I'm, I'm just saying that's one oh, way that's that people... One, okay. I'm not saying I subscribe to that. Gotcha. Okay, okay. There are people that seem to right. attract people like right. that. There's also people that seem to attract narcissists regularly or uh, people that are domineering okay. or gotcha, people... Gotcha. Like you said, people that you've got to fix. Mm, mm-hmm. So there always seems to be a, a commonality. Right. Now, for myself, like I said, I attracted angry women. Yep. And... When my second marriage ended by myself walking out, because I could see it wasn't going to change, at the time I was doing a lot of uh, men's work. And one of the processes we were doing showed me why I was attracting angry women. And weirdly, Mm. all it was doing was challenging me to step up into into my masculine. In other words, speak up for myself. Sure. Okay. So I never would have made that connection without this process that I was doing. Okay. So that was a, a really worthwhile thing. So Sounds everyone, like if if you can find a commonality between all your previous partners, mm-hmm. that will at some point highlight what it is that you need to accept back within yourself. Okay. Because you get people that say, oh, I need someone that's going to complete me or make me whole oh. or this sort of rubbish. And that's not true. No. Okay. I thoroughly agree. What it is is there's aspects of ourselves that we've suppressed or repressed or ignored or disowned or pushed into the shadows. Mm-hmm. And basically, we have to learn to accept them back into ourselves. Okay. And sometimes they're not pleasant to accept back in because they bring up stuff you've got to sure. deal with, et cetera, et cetera, which is why people end up in counselling is to <laughs> guide themselves through that. It's a pretty popular, very successful market at the moment. Exactly. <laughs> and I know for... Myself, what I've witnessed, Mm. and I can only ever speak from my own journey and what I've witnessed, is that once people start accepting those parts back into themselves, their relationships tend to improve as their worth and their quality improves. Okay. 
Okay, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. exactly. And in fact, there's a, a fridge magnet we've got at home that okay. perfectly sums up relationships. Mm-hmm. And it says marriage is about finding that one person you could spend the rest of your life with and annoy the hell out of. Yeah. <laughs> and that is basically it because a quality relationship will be mm-hmm. where they are constantly presenting you with opportunities to become that better version of yourself. Okay. okay. And sometimes it's not pleasant. It triggers you, presses buttons, and sure. you get upset. Yeah. But that's okay. That's part of the growth. Okay. So when you realize that the power struggle is actually a good thing. Right. Okay. Okay. Because that's yeah, the yeah, therapy. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. becoming that better version yep. of yourself. Then it becomes easier to navigate. Okay. And, of course, you've got to know how to deal with the conflict better and sure. create situations where um, communication can be open and honest and you're not going to get attacked or any of that sort of rubbish. So For sure. That's a good thing. Yeah, so that they're the two big ones okay. that most people sort of – they enjoy the honeymoon. Yeah. They don't like the power struggle, which is understandable because yeah, it makes sense. we don't tend to be good at conflict. No, and most people, if you're falling in love with someone, who wants to have a conflict, right? Makes mm-hmm. no sense. Exactly. But – but ultimately, there's got to be conflict because you're not the same person and you're going to have differences. Exactly, exactly. And it's how you deal with it. I mean, they do say, and I say this to people as well, that if you want to know what your partner's like, mm-hmm. watch how they deal with wait staff when you're out for a meal. Oh, round of applause right now. I judge people so much on this. Damn straight. If, if, the way you treat the wait staff, okay, anybody in hospitality, the way you treat them tells me everything I need to know about you. Exactly. And yes, I've actually, um, I'll give you a little um, uh, example I was once I was dating a model mm. and uh, you know that that's for a guy you know it's great for the ego back to ego yeah 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 word, right? it back, was all good back for that. above your average that's right that's absolutely yeah. and you know um, I watched how horrible and rude she was to the, the people in the restaurant and I just said at the end of the night I dropped her off said thanks very much and catch you later and that was the end of that because mm. I just thought you might be beautiful okay you, you know and, and my ego might like being stroked but ultimately you this is this host that i'm looking at might be beautiful to look at but by god it, it beautiful on the outside but ugly to the core absolutely right? yep. absolutely yeah i'm hearing you yeah and the other one is something that brings out frustration in people it's how mm. they deal with it and the, a good one i heard was get them to download something using dial-up <laughs> <laughs> and anyone that's old enough to remember <laughs> dial-up it's bloody frustrating oh. so People's true self comes out when they're dealing with frustration and disappointment and things like that. So any of those sorts of situations are great litmus tests as to what quality your partner is or potential partner. Sure. And and doing the prep early and asking these questions. Absolutely. Or even not even asking questions, even putting someone in a situation like, for argument's sake, you, you see how they react to the to the wait staff. Mm-hmm. That's a great way. That's a great way of finding out without even having to ask any questions. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. Like that. Right. And, and I mean, there's lots of different ways mm-hmm. you can find out about people. And one of the things I built into my system was qualifying questions. Yeah. Yeah. So because a Absolutely. lot of us, we, and this is where the reverse engineering came into it. Right. We go out, we meet someone, mm-hmm. we go, oh, they're nice. <laughs> and then we start going out with them and it's all looking good. And then the power struggle hits and we go, oh, this is horrible and all that sort of stuff. And we try to make it work. Right. And for me, I was like, how can I make it work before it gets to the power struggle? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So th- that's why I created my system. And okay. it was like a reverse engineer from that. So what's the power struggle about? What goes on within that? Yep. How can I minimize it? Mm-hmm. So therefore, that power struggle hasn't ha- really happened in my relationship. Okay. Well, it has to happen a bit, surely. 
Yeah, a bit. A bit. But nowhere near no, it's no, ever happened. No, okay, right. There's there's no need for you know, it doesn't have to be in a cage. No. Okay, okay no ref. Gotcha, no, gotcha, yeah. okay. But there's no gloves either. <laughs> very, very true. Hey, mate, hey, time for another break. What do you think? Oh, you that came around quick. I know. No, we could just chatter on. I mean, that's fine. We, we've, we've got the keys to the place. We'll be all right. Uh, but I'm happy I'm happy to play it on the song because I'm in a bit of a mood. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, mate. You've, you've given me some vibe here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. People mm. say that. <laughs> Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. Edge Radio. What a cool song. It's Edge Radio Australia. It's all about relationships. Mate, what do you say? What do you say? We've, we've So far, we've been together here, our new relationship, 42 minutes, haven't killed each other. It's going well. It's my quickest relationship <laughs> ever. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> well, I've got a, uh, a car in my life that I have actually owned since I was 16 years old. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, and uh, my ex-wife, uh, I might add, ex-wife, had said, called it the longest relationship of my life. And it's very true. Very, very true. So, nice. Never know. argues. No, no. Doesn't no, talk back. No. Lovely. No, no, just always loves me and I always love her. It works. Perfect. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Now, I, I've been absolutely fascinated with um, what you've done uh, with this you know, reverse engineering of things. Just fantastic. Um, going through all these steps. And I'm liking the fact that I can actually, like, uh, preempt some of these steps. I really like that, you know, mm. and I think it stops conflict. Well, I think it's a really cool thing. So, yeah, thanks for this. Uh, I feel like I'm in therapy. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't think it's great once you get the invoice. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes all the shine off things, mate. It, really it does. does. It and does. I've got quite a shine. It's on my forehead, but I've got one. <laughs> Me too. So, anyway, as I was, um, we were talking before about mm. the various stages. Yep. So the first two are the ones that people struggle with the most. And I, no, I certainly did, especially the power struggle. Yeah. And the nice thing is once you start to figure that out, so where you sit within the relationship, what your roles are, what's expected of each other, once you can put your expectations out there and they can get met, then you start to develop this sort of team atmosphere. Yeah, and that's cool. when you move into the stability stage. And... One of the things, I might as well tell you a little bit of a story, Mm -hmm. just to illustrate things that can happen in the power struggle, is with the relationships I had in the past, I would, at the start, do the bulk of the cooking, I'd be doing the shopping, I'd be doing most of the cleaning, and then slowly I'd, I'd be taking on more and more. Sure. And I'd have this underlying frustration and anger that I couldn't work out where it was coming from. Okay. And then before I started this new relationship, Mm. I came across a process called the GIFTS questionnaire. Okay. All right. And Mm. what it is, you ever know in someone who they do something so freaking easily, Mm. they make you think you can do it? (laughs) Yes. So you give it a go and you're all thumbs and Mm. make a complete hash of it. So there's people that are really good at organizing things or they're really good at communicating or whatever. And... One of the things I was good at was doing things for my partner. Okay. The trouble is, like anything that you're not aware of, it can be used against you. So I had partners who were quite happy for me to do everything, but they never appreciated it. Not a good thing. Not Not a a good good thing. thing. So when I did this and realized that's 
what was my problem. That's what was getting me angry. When I met my current wife, mm -hmm. I said to her, look, I'm happy to make your coffee every morning and various other things. Yep. All I need now and then is just a little bit of appreciation, a bit of gratitude, just so I know, you know, I'm worthwhile. And so I make her coffees every morning. Well, as long as she's awake, it's pointless <laughs> making her when she's asleep, she can't drink it. <laughs> and every now and then she'll go, thank you very much. And occasionally when I'm washing the dishes, she'll come up and give me a hug from behind and say, thank you very much. Nice. And it's just like, nice, I feel appreciated and it lets me know I'm in a quality relationship. But that didn't come about until I realised that that existed in the power struggle. Okay. So okay. there's all these sorts yeah, of things yeah, yeah, that yeah. people do. They don't realise that all they need is that appreciation or Absolutely. a bit of gratitude. But not being appreciated or not being shown the appreciation is such a big deal for so many people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would tend to think it's probably, you know, top five with the with Easy. Yeah. Easy. And the silly thing is a lot of the time you don't have to make a big deal about the gratitude. Just right. a simple thanks is enough for most people. Yeah. But. Yeah, as we were talking about in the break, we're not very good at giving compliments. No, we're And not. we're not very good at taking compliments. Hell no. And, uh, yeah, I was only just talking about this the other day where it's one of the big challenges. And I remember all of the seven compliments I've been given in my life before I was married this third time. <laughs> all seven. And, yeah, all seven. And because we give them so rarely. Yeah. But the thing is when we're given them, we tend to downplay them. Okay. And if that's something like your gift. Yep. And it's something you do easily. It feels right not to accept the compliment, but we should because it's something that someone's like, wow, that's amazing. I wish I could do that. Do you think this is a relationship thing across the globe or do you think this is something that Australians tend to do more because of our tall poppy we, we tend to do it a little more. Yeah. And you're right, we do have that tall poppy syndrome, mm. which yep. is unfortunate because it does create a problem that doesn't need to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, if anything, we should look at it and go, yeah, you, you bastard, but that should make us try harder yeah. to get there rather than tearing them down. Completely agree. Yeah, I think that, you know, in life, life is so much better when you are surrounded by people that you are building up and they're building you up. It just makes life so much nicer. Mm, yep. Exactly. Mm. And also, this is the thing, you get a lot of people who they do the positive mindset thing of, you know, surround yourself with people that cheer you on. Yep. If you're going in the wrong direction and they're cheering you <laughs> yeah, on, they're not exactly. very good people. Oh, so it's look. people that challenge you, yeah. they hold you accountable. Yep. That's that's what you need. So you not do. just encouragement yeah. and support. Also, you're being an idiot at the moment. Try doing it this way. Well, that's support and not a fan club, okay? People who just pump your tyres up, that's just a fan club, mm. right? You need, you need people who will pull you up when you're being a bit of a wally, you know? You need that, absolutely. Exactly. And that's one thing my wife's really good at. <laughs> she keeps me grounded. I keep joking that one day, once I'm super successful, yep. they'll say, how have you ever maintained your humility and your being grounded? <laughs> well, allow me to introduce my wife. Here's a picture. There we go. <laughs> yeah, she certainly keeps me grounded. Great to hear, mate. Great. Mm. Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that stability stage is arrived at by the being able to deal with conflict effectively. Okay. So, I... There's one thing that I, I don't like mm -hmm. is when people say, oh, you just reach a compromise, yeah, you know, okay. with your partner. Yep. And for me, that implies someone has to lose something. Well, and a I don't like that. No, 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 no. 
Yes. Not big on losing. No. Not fun. So I like negotiate. It's okay. like, how can we make this so we both get what we want? Sure. So okay. if you both want holidays in different destinations, mm-hmm. you don't take separate holidays. It's <laughs> how can we do this so we can both go on each other's holidays? So it's that sort of negotiation. Right. We might have to put it off a little bit yep. so we can save some more sure. money, but we make sure we both get what we want. So it's that negotiating to make sure yeah. everyone's empowered. Because if you go on a holiday that is someone else's choice, let's face it, you're kind of resenting them. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why did you get it, not me? Yeah, spot on. Yeah, and of course, yeah. if you get yours, they're thinking the same spot thing. So exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you go for a win-win, yep. you're always going to be better that. off. I love that. So, yeah, the stability stage is always a nice thing. It's mm. where you realize, you know what? I can be with this person. I, I enjoy their company. They're, they're good for me. They create an environment that's easy to – and this is one thing um, I have arguments with people about. Because right. you've heard the phrase, happy wife, happy life. I hate that phrase. Oh, um, hate it, me hate too. It, hate me it. too. And, and it's not because, you know, you don't love your wife. Um, it's because, you know, like, it's well, actually, I'll let you answer that. This is your thing. No, no, you, yeah. you were on a roll. Oh, no, it's, it's just, <laughs> no, I, I believe, you know, happy spouse, happy house, and all no. like, the other way around or whatever. No, I, I believe in trying to create some harmony is nice. Like, I want everybody to be happy. I don't want one member of the, of the family. Everybody should be happy. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy. Hmm. So one of the things I made very clear to my wife when I met her was I'm not responsible for your happiness and you're not responsible for mine. Fair call. Because if I want to be a miserable bugger and she's twisting herself like a pretzel to try and make me happy, that's yep. not fair on her. That's no, too big a burden. It's a lot of work. Exactly. Yeah. And I've been there where you're trying to make a partner happy and it just drives you nuts. So basically what I say to people is we create an environment where it's easy to choose being happy. Okay. It's easy to choose enjoying yourself. Right. Okay. I'm sorry I'm smiling. I'm just thinking of George Michael right now and Wham! <laughs> choose life on my T-shirt. <laughs> as we bust out into a Wham! song. <laughs> we might as well. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not good looking enough no, for that no, one. No, exactly no, no. George. Missing out on that one. Yeah. So, yeah, stability stage is, is a nice place to be because you get that sort of sense of tranquility and being meant to be together. And that's when the transition into sure. the commitment phase is a lot easier. It's a, yeah, we should make this serious. Okay. Now, the problem with the commitment phase, and a lot of people aren't aware of this, mm-hmm. is as a couple, if you spend too much time together, sure. you tend to weaken your friendship links, your family links. That is so true. So... You know, you see the couple walking down the street wearing the matching clothes and you just go, yeah, oh, spending way too much time yeah. together. I, I Look, I can't stand when people have a, a shared Facebook page. I'm sorry. That is, you may as well put two toilets next to each other in the ensuite. Okay? That's, it's just too close. I've seen that. Oh, it's not good. No. Not good. But yeah, so the, the way I describe mm. a quality relationship yep. is there's a dependent relationship like that, where you're okay. spending all of your time together. Yep. All right, and you're doing everything together. Your circle of friends is the same and all of that sort of thing. Okay. And then there's an independent relationship. Right. Where you basically got your own lives and your ship's passing in the night and not good. You no, might as no, well no, not no, be no. together. That's right. Yep. So the one I say for people to aim for is an interdependent relationship. Okay. So you've each got your own – you've got your um, mutual circle of friends. Right. But you've also got your own separate friends. Yeah. So which, you'll spend time with your mutual course. friends, but you'll go and spend time with your um, exclusive friends. Sounds like an episode of Seinfeld, but okay. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Show about nothing. <laughs> and then if a crisis occurs or some sort of challenge rears its head, mm-hmm. you band it together, you pull on those team abilities. You know, someone's 
one of you is better at dealing with one aspect, so they deal with that, and then you're better at dealing with another aspect, so you deal with that, and together you slay the many-headed beast, and then you go back to your life. But you know you've got that person that when everything turns pear-shaped, you can put up your hand and say, I need you, and they yeah. just drop everything and they're there. And that's when you know you've got the, the quality relationship. Okay. Okay. Well, I love that. I think that. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's an important thing you brought, especially about the friendship groups. I think that's a big deal. I see so many uh, couples who they do everything together, and don't get me wrong, it's great, especially in the honeymoon sort of phase. Great, mm. but yeah, you need your independent life. Okay, you've got your other friends. It, it's good to just have a little me time or away time. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that smothering effect, I think it kills a lot of relationships. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And the other thing as well is when you're spending time with your own friends, mm. you're nurturing their relationships as well oh, and they're nurturing yeah. yours okay. because it gives you a time to find yourself and reconnect sure. to the things that you had with them yep. so that you can go back to your relationship energised and all of that sort of thing. So nice. I know I've got lots of different things on the go yep. and thankfully my wife's very understanding and she just sort of takes it on the chin and lets me go off and do all of those things. Yep. And when I come home, when I'm with her, mm. I make sure the focus is all on her. It's not, nice. you know, I'm thinking about someone else or looking on my phone or, you know. Oh, phone. I can't wait to do a show all about phones. Oh, yes. It's going to be great. Hey, mate, we're almost, we're almost at the end of the show. We really are. Right? Hell, I, I know. It's just absolutely flowing by. Have you had fun? Always. Really? Are Always. you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, I've had an absolute ball with you. And I'll tell you right now, I'm looking forward to week after week sort of learning more, having some more therapy with you. I appreciate <laughs> that so much. And uh, I think I'm enjoying it so much that uh, I want to give you uh, a first, give yourself a plug about your biz. Let's, let's talk about what you do outside of here, you know, with relationships. Is it okay to give you a quick rundown as to how I got into it? Like yeah, a one-minute rundown? One minute, that's, yeah, that's okay. it. Okay, so yeah. many years ago, I realised that there's many things that we don't get taught. We don't yep. get taught relationships, no. conflict, dating, parenting, finances, all of these things that matter in Important our life. Important stuff. So I know for myself, my knowledge was very short in that area, and I dedicated two decades to learning all about that, just okay. to try and make sense of it. Yep. Um, worked out a few systems that got results for me, and then I started helping other people, and Along the way, I also realise that one of the things that happens is we start off in life with lots of goals and dreams mm. and things we want to achieve, yep. and then various things pull us off course. Okay. You know, our parents, yep. well-intentioned, yes. guide us into careers that sure. we don't really want, etc. and then eventually we end up where we don't want to be, and we wake up one day and say, how the hell did I get here? Yeah. And so I help people discover their authentic Love self, that. realign with that. Nice. And then get them into the relationship they want, the parenting that they want, all of that sort of thing. Absolutely brilliant. All right, I'm going to finish the show. And you know what I'm going to do? I, we laid it well, earlier, rather, we talked about, uh, well, basically we put a, an image in everyone's mind of, of you and I uh, on the stage with Wham! wearing our Choose Life shirts. So I thought <laughs> it's important in life to smile. And with that, it's Edge Radio Australia. It is all about relationships. Choose life.